Hello, I'm Maria Titizian. And I'm Rubina Margosian, and welcome to the Week in Review for the week of April 28th. In the news, Azerbaijan installs a checkpoint at the entrance of the Lachin Corridor in flagrant violation of the tripartite statement that ended the 2020 war. Azerbaijani eco-activists who had been blockading the corridor for 138 days have temporarily suspended their protest. And France's foreign affairs minister is in Armenia, says Baku must comply with the ICJ decision on the Lachin Corridor. Today, Azerbaijani media reported that the eco-activists blocking the Lachin Corridor near Shushi for 138 days now have temporarily suspended their protest. This comes after Azerbaijan installed a checkpoint at the entrance of the Lachin Corridor, closing the Hakari Bridge on the Nagorno-Karabakh Armenia border on April 23, which is under the area of the responsibility of the Russian peacekeeping troops. This is a direct violation of the November 9, 2020 trilateral statement that ended the war. Now, Humanitarian goods were transported through this route by the International Committee for the Red Cross and Russian peacekeepers. Now, after the checkpoint was established, Rubina, which was on the eve of April 24th, which is the day Armenians commemorate the um, anniversary of the first genocide of the 20th century, was very symbolic. They chose that day to do that. Several villages, Yechtsaho, Hinshen, Medshen, and Lisagor, were completely then under this complete blockade, isolated from both Armenia and the rest of Artsakh. Almost 350 Armenians, you know, live in these villages. But now that the eco-activists have temporarily suspended their protests, it's not clear if these villages are still going to be in isolation or if there's going to be some movement there. So it's it's still rather unclear. Well, looking at the, at the map, they will be connected to Stepanagert more easily, presumably, but only. But this, this news is just new. It happened right. a couple of hours ago, so we don't really know what the situation on the ground is. Well, uh, more on that. Yesterday, the Azerbaijani side also installed a passport control boot near the checkpoint and ceremoniously deployed border guards, raising the Azerbaijani flag. In a statement, Azerbaijan's foreign ministry said Azerbaijan installed the checkpoint on the Lachin Corridor due to the security concerns they had. The foreign ministry again accused the Armenian side of illegal use of the Lachin Road, noting that it was used to organize the transportation of weapons, illegal export of natural resources, and the installation of landmines. Baku also said that necessary conditions will be created for the transparent and regular passage of Armenian residents of Gharapagh in both directions to Armenia and Azerbaijan. According to the statement, the new control mechanism will be implemented in cooperation with the Russian peacekeeping force. I think this needs a little bit of explanation because people will say, well, okay, it's just a border checkpoint. But there are so many nuances there um, that they can arbitrarily stop Armenians if they're of military age or, you know, Azerbaijan regularly issues arrest warrants for people. Are, so it becomes an extremely, extremely complicated... It's an international human rights violation, like putting a checkpoint where they're not supposed to, first of all. And then this another uh, issue that needs a little bit of clarification, at least from the side of Russia, because Azerbaijan keeps saying that it will be controlled by them and the Russian peacekeeping force, while Russia's foreign ministry saying is else. saying something else, and more about that later in the Week in Review. And speaking about the humanitarian situation, on April 25, the Nagorno-Karabakh Info Center reported that the import of humanitarian humanitarian goods from Armenia disrupted by the installation of a checkpoint by Azerbaijan had been partially restored through the efforts of the Artsakh authorities and the Russian peacekeepers. The cargo included basic necessities, mostly food. Transfers of patients in need of urgent medical assistance were also carried out by the International
International Committee of the Red Cross, the gas and electricity supplies to Artsakh remain interrupted. Following the establishment of the Azerbaijani checkpoint, Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan held phone conversations with European Council President Charles Michel and Russia's President Vladimir Putin. The Prime Minister discussed the situation in the corridor with both of these leaders. Authorities of Artsakh strongly condemned the move, considering it a criminal step aimed at deepening the blockade of Artsakh and ethnic cleansing, which violates again the tripartite statement, the binding decision of the International Court of Justice, and other fundamental norms of international law. In an urgent Security Council meeting chaired by the president of Artsakh, Aray Karutunyan, Stepanakert appealed to the parties of the tripartite statement and especially Russia to immediately start discussions on lifting the blockade of Artsakh, preventing the establishment of an Azerbaijani checkpoint and providing real guarantees for the security of the people of Artsakh. Three days after the establishment of this checkpoint on April 26, the Russian Defense Ministry confirmed that Colonel General Alexander Lentsov, Russian Ground Forces Deputy Commander, was appointed commander of the Russian peacekeeping contingent in Nagorno-Karabakh, replacing Andrei Volkov, who was dismissed after the checkpoint was right. established. Uh, in 2020, Lentsov was appointed as advisor to Russia's defense minister. Armenia's foreign ministry, noting that the installation of the checkpoint by Azerbaijan is a flagrant violation of one of the fundamental provisions of the November 9 statement, called on Russia to finally fulfill its obligation under point six of the statement by lifting the illegal blockade of the corridor and ensuring the withdrawal of Azerbaijani forces from the entire security zone of the Lachin Corridor. It also called on UN member states with an international security mandate to clearly record Azerbaijan's actions undermining regional security and take effective steps towards the unconditional implementation of the judgment of the highest international court. And during yesterday's cabinet meeting, Armenia's prime minister also stated that the Russian peacekeeping force must keep the Lachin corridor under control and thus ensure its normal functioning, as that is exactly what the trilateral statement envisages. He stated that Armenia Armenia will continue making all possible efforts to avoid further escalation of the situation and to reach a comprehensive settlement, adding that parallel to these efforts, a wider international presence in Nagorno-Karabakh and the Lachin Corridor is becoming more and more necessary with each passing day. Pashinyan said, and I quote, Azerbaijan's efforts to turn Nagorno-Karabakh into a new gallows for Armenians must be stopped, and the only reliable way to do this is the presence of representatives with a broad international mandate in Nagorno-Karabakh. As a first step, according to Pashinyan, it is necessary to send an urgent international fact-finding mission to the Lachin Corridor and to Nagorno-Karabakh. Well, in response to Pashinyan, Azerbaijan's foreign ministry issued a statement noting that any intervention of Armenia in the establishment of a border checkpoint by Azerbaijan on its, quote, sovereign territory, which is an internal matter, is a claim against the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Azerbaijan and is against the commitments undertaken by Armenia and Prague and Sochi, as well as the norms and principles of international law. According to Baku, such statements made by Armenia do not contribute to peace and stability in the region and aim to deliberately increase tensions. You know, the perspectives are fascinating. Aren't yes. They? Well, uh, the statement goes on to say that Azerbaijan will carry out the dialogue with Armenian residents within its own legislation and intervention of third parties in the matter is unacceptable. The United States, France, the EU and Canada expressed concern regarding Azerbaijan's establishment of a checkpoint, noting that it undermines efforts to establish confidence in the peace process and violates the commitments made under the ceasefire agreements 
Since they called on Azerbaijan to guarantee the free movement of goods and people through the corridor. Russia's foreign ministry issued a statement expressing serious concern about the situation in the zone of the responsibility of the Russian peacekeeping contingent in Nagorno-Karabakh on the Armenian-Azerbaijan line of contact, as well as in the dialogue between Armenia and Azerbaijan. The statement goes on to say that any unilateral steps in violation of the basic provisions of the November 9th statement are unacceptable, whether it is an uncoordinated change in the mode of operation of the Lachin Corridor or attempts to use it for purposes not in line with the peace agenda. Russia called on the sides, I love how they call on the sides, to immediately return to the existing agreements and proceed from the premise that in any case the local population should not suffer and no obstacle should be created for their livelihoods. Well, that obstacle has been in place for 138 days. And Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov stated that the installation of a checkpoint by Azerbaijan in the Lachin Corridor requires additional mediation efforts by Russia. He noted that the situation is really difficult and requires understanding of the part of Yerevan and Baku that there is no alternative to the implementation of the trilateral agreements between the leaders of the three countries. And I think army has been saying the same thing but well azerbaijan kind of keeps you know not abiding by it but right well that's what we call both sidism in our part of the world and in other news french foreign minister catherine colonna is in armenia she arrived from baku uh, where uh, during a press conference with azerbaijani foreign minister jehun bayramov Kolona said that Baku must comply with the order of the International Court of Justice regarding unblocking the Lachin Corridor. She went on to say that Azerbaijan must consider the positions of both the U.S. and France regarding this matter. While in Yerevan, Kolona met with Prime Minister Nigol Pashinyan during the meeting, the need for the immediate implementation of the ICJ decision was stressed and that the unilateral actions by Azerbaijan were unacceptable as the establishment of a checkpoint was a flagrant violation of the tripartite statement that ended the 44-day war in 2020. Colonna expressed France's support for Armenia for a just and sustainable peace. And today the French foreign minister traveled to the town of Jermuk that had come under heavy shelling when Azerbaijani armed forces launched a large-scale attack on Armenia back in September of 2022. She was accompanied by Armen Grigorian, the Secretary of Armenia's Security Council. Edward Asirian, the Chief of the General Staff of Armenia's Armed Forces, presented the situation in Jermuk to Kelowna. Asirian explained that civilian infrastructure sustained extensive damage during the attack and that Azerbaijani forces were able to take control of 60 square kilometers near Jermuk. While in the resort town, Kelowna tweeted, in Jermuk with the European Observation Mission, uh, the European Union is helping to ease tensions and build prospects for peace. The ceasefire between Azerbaijan and Armenia must be respected to find the path to peace. At a briefing after the meeting with Kelowna, Armenia's foreign minister Arat Mirzoyan said Armenia will not be involved in new talks regarding the status of the Lachin Corridor. He said its status has been defined you know, by the November 2020 uh, declaration. On April 26, Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister Mikhail Galuzin met with Armenian Foreign Minister Arat Mirzoyan and held talks with his counterparts, Deputy Foreign Ministers Vahek Gevorkian and Menasakana Safarian in Yerevan. They discussed Armenia-Azerbaijan relations, the situation in Nagorno-Karabakh, Azerbaijan's installation of a checkpoint in the corridor, and Armenian-Russian trade. Also on April 26, the Office of Armenia's Representative on International Legal Matters reported that a day earlier, on April 25, 
Armenia submitted a letter to the International Court of Justice within the framework of the case concerning uh, the application uh, of the International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination in the Armenia versus Azerbaijan case with respect to the key developments resulting from the establishment of this checkpoint, the Azerbaijani checkpoint in the corridor, stressing that the establishment of this checkpoint is yet another outright violation by Azerbaijan of the order of the court of February 22 of this year, indicating provisional measures against Azerbaijan. On April 25, at an open debate in the UN Security Council, the Azerbaijani representative Yashar Aliyev listed Baku's demands directed at Armenia. So Baku demands that Yerevan abide by its international obligations, completely withdraw its armed forces and illegal armed formations from the territory of Azerbaijan, return the still-occupied eight border villages of Azerbaijan, seize and desist from territorial claims, illegal activities, and disinformation, put an end to mine terrorism, shed light on the fate of several thousand Azerbaijanis who went missing during the conflict, redress the harm caused to Azerbaijan, and engage faithfully in negotiations on a peace treaty and the delimitation of the border between the two states. And moving on in other news, on April 23, Armenia's defense ministry reported that an Armenian serviceman was killed by Azerbaijani gunfire at an Armenian combat position near Sotk in the region of Kerarkunik. This is in Armenia. On April 25, Armenia's National Security Service denied reports that an Armenian border guard was captured by the Azerbaijani side near the village of Der in Armenia's Sunik region. This week, the chief of the general staff of the Armenian Armed Forces told reporters that the situation near Der village at the moment is relatively stable. And on April 27, after a series of protests, the parents of the Armenian soldiers who died in a fire at the barracks of a military unit in January met with Prime Minister Nigol Pashinyan. The meeting lasted around three hours. The relatives avoided questions by reporters thereafter. The incident occurred on January 19 in Azad, a village in the Gerarkunik region, and killed 15 servicemen. According to the official version, the fire was caused by the captain trying to light a stove with a canister of petrol, but relatives remain skeptical. In interesting and positive news, I suppose, on April 26, a small twin-engine aircraft landed at the Gapan Airport in Armenia's southern region of Sunik after taking off from Yerevan for a test flight. Armenian aviation authorities hailed it as a historic moment because the airport has not operated I mean, since the beginning of independence, so for almost 30 years, with the exception of a private flight in 2017, which we don't have details on, the 19-seat aircraft took 48 minutes to reach Gapan from the capital. I mean, I'm really excited about this. I want to take that flight. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, and also strategically, it's very important, security-wise. Mm-hmm. Well, in other news, Gagik Zarukyan, one of Armenia's wealthiest men and the leader of the Prosperous Armenia Party, was charged with vote-buying this week. Investigators say Zarukyan and Sedrak Arustamian, director of multi-group concern, bribed voters during the 2017 parliamentary elections. The criminal proceedings were initiated back in June of 2020 when Zarukyan was a member of parliament. Zarukyan was stripped of immunity by parliament. Parliament had taken into custody in September 2020. He was released in October. He has denied the accusations. And finally, on April 26, a court in Yerevan ruled that a section, a portion of Yerevan's Victory Park, 
near where I live, covering an area of more than 17,000 square meters, was illegally privatized to build the Golden Palace Hotel, which is now Radisson Blu, by Yerevan City Hall back in 2006. The court found that the land, as part of a public park, could not have been privatized under Armenian law, and it would thus be returned to the state. And that's the kind of week it's been here in Armenia and in Artsakh. Have a safe and peaceful weekend, and we'll be back again next week. Thank you.